You're listening to the ESPN Radio 94.1 podcast page, accelerated by Sports Innovation X. Six is bridging the gap between tech, athletes, and teams. Check them out at sportsinnovationx.com. Hampton Roads has a long-running high school and college sports tradition. It's time to give them the spotlight they deserve. This is 757 Saturday Sports Talk on Priority Auto Sports Radio 94.1. Here are Matt Hatfield and Coach Ed Young. And we welcome everybody into this another edition of 757 Saturday Sports Talk on Priority Auto Sports Radio 94.1. I got to get used to saying that. Be patient. Dino Franz is on the behind the glass. He's nervous as can be today because I walked in. He said, Ed, took a deep breath. I got to give you uh, something new to talk about or, or to say. And when he showed it to me, I had a blank look on my face because I said, I'm going to screw this up and, and I'm going to get fired. Dino is going to get yelled at because they can't fire Dino. He knows too much. He, he not only knows where the skeletons are, he knows where they're buried. So, Dino, stakes, make, have your f- finger on the button ready to hit it. Good morning to you, sir. Good morning to you, Ed, and uh, congratulations on win number 500 the other night. Uh, nice write-up in the newspaper yesterday about that. Uh, it was Larry Rubama, is that correct, who uh, did the article? Yeah, Larry gave me a call, D- uh, Dino, and uh, we talked actually right before the, the, the day or two before it. And, uh, you know, I'm going to tell you something, Dino. It's been overwhelming. I am so blessed, humbled. Um, uh, we we beat Deep Creek, and a great, great friend of mine was the head coach, is the head coach at Deep Creek, Craig Frost. And the only thing I, that was negative about the whole thing was we won on his court. I de- definitely didn't want to go against one of my guys. I consider him one of my guys. He's his own man. He's a tremendous head coach in his own right. And I, But I have to win. We need to win. And somebody had to win that game, so I had to lose. So I shook hands with him, and I said, Coach, I, I love you dearly, and I hope you win them all after this, but today i got to go at you. And the competitor, he has said, you know, we're planning on stopping you. And, I, and we did get it. But I had a lot of former players there. Um, some AD came back, fans, managers. And when the, when the buzzer went off and I saw everything, it, it hit me. It, like, not only did I get 500, but we got 500. All, I turned around, looked at all of them. I said, we got 500. And then here comes the doggone TVs. All three TV stations are there. And I got to give a shout out to every one of them, Dino. I didn't know they were coming. They stayed the whole game. They got me pregame. They got me in the huddle, walking the sidelines, getting a drink of water. I felt like they were trying to see if I'm going to do anything wrong. You know how sometimes the camera's on you. And somebody, one of my coaches said, Coach, doesn't that bother you? I said, be blessed that you're important, at least a little bit in your life. I said, no, cameras don't bother me. The only thing is I can remember my mom when I told her I got this help out here on the radio show. And she said, honey, you're blessed because I always thought you had a face for radio. And I said, well, mom, wait a minute. That didn't sound right. She said, well, just trust me. That's that's what you are. And um, it was it was overwhelming. And the other thing is, Dino, I've had nearly 200-some texts and calls that I'm trying to – you know me, I'm trying to answer every one of them. And I've been up late night, all night. So people, if you said, if you reached out to me, I'm trying to get back to you. Some people I don't even know, but I want to get back to everybody because um, it's been surreal, overwhelming, and I'm blessed. And we got 501 last night. I'm going to give out some scores. And and for those who think I'm going on to 600, 700, it's not going to happen. I won't last that long, not only on the sidelines. Um, I don't think I'll last that long in the game of life. Um I don't know if the good Lord will call me up to coach upstairs or if the other guy will have me go down there where the air conditioner is always broken to gym. 
I don't really want to coach in that that situation. So it was tremendous feeling. And um, I like to have some fans call in and shout out my team. I, I don't need it. I don't need it. But uh, my team, and they doused me with water. They got me good with the water, Dino. I had like one of them $400 uh, um, Amani suits on, and uh, they got me. Uh. But the suit's okay. The suit survived. I almost did, but the suit survived. Uh, yeah, I found out in the article you do have a lot of suits. Yeah, somebody said that that was a lie. I don't have 30. I have 37. <laughs> I, I can't count them all. And I know I got millions of ties. I know that. And uh, I just, you know, a long time ago when I worked Jim Valvano's camp, we talked about everything. And one of the things we talked about was coaches representing and being dressed. And I know it's not standard for most people now, and I get that. And But I, I, and I sometimes just wear the coach's polo shirt and, um, you know, regular slacks and that. But uh Every once in a while, I like to go ahead and dress it up. It's just something that I've done. So we try to do that. But like I said, it's a, it's a good Saturday morning. It's cold out there. Uh, hopefully, you're, 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 you're at the house with, with, with us on the radio. Um, uh, if you're in the car, you're, we're on the radio in the car, phone, whatever. The other voice you're supposed to be hearing right now, Matt Hatfield, on assignment. Do we have him yet? Because I know he's got some things going on and. He's in disarray right now. Yeah, I heard he's uh, quite busy today. Uh, we'll be checking in with Matt here soon. But uh, right now, Ed, we do have uh, a caller. It's Carlton on the line. Carlton, call in, my man. We, we, you're here. Good morning, Carlton. Hey, hey, Coach. Hey, look, man, um, first of all, congratulations Thank to you. you and your team, man, for and a, a, a great great article on uh, in the pattern on yesterday. I enjoyed, re- enjoyed reading that. And I, I remember uh, two standout players that you coach, one in Suffolk and one in Norfolk. Um, I remember the great Tony, Tony, I believe Tony Smith, you coached in Suffolk with a great yes. point guard. And you also coach uh, Willie Young, who one of one of my colleagues um, showed me a picture of him. I think he's a college coach now. I think he played for you at Norview. And I think the year, one year that you coached um, Willie Young, you guys uh, upset uh, the great team, uh, Michael Evans, um, when he played at Booker T. But again, man, uh, congratulations on your 500. Uh, coaching win and also you being a mentor to those young men that you've coached all these years, man, and continue to keep up the good work and look forward to the high school playoffs this year. Absolutely, Carlton. I appreciate you calling. I know you've been a supporter of me and my programs over the years, and I appreciate that and and love you for that. And the playoffs will be coming up soon, so we'll be talking soon. Hey, yeah, and he mentioned, uh, Dino, he mentioned Tony Smith. Tony was at the game. Tony Smith's a tremendous guard for me at Suffolk High School, five foot nine. Averaged 32 points a game his senior year, no three-point line. With a three-point line, he would have been well over 40. Went on to his outstanding career at Pfeiffer University down there near North Charlotte, North Carolina. Holds all the records, key to the city. And and his most of the years here, he didn't spend a dime. He went into a store people paid for him down there because – now, I probably shouldn't say that. Now, I think that was illegal back then. But um, Tony was a tremendous player. Went on to play over in Europe, played in Spain. I think 11 or 12 years, had a cr- tremendous career. Um, came back doing some. We did some coaching at Lakeland High School, and um, <clears throat> I don't. He's not coaching now. He's thinking about getting back into it. But he was at the game, and I was honored because uh, he is one of my all-time greats. I I don't know who my top five or whatever, but if I ever pick one, it won't be long on a roll call to get to his name. Willie Young, Norview High School, another tremendous, tremendous score player. Um, people say, hey, is he is he related to you? I said, yeah, we're uh, cousins, cousins from a different mother. Uh, I claimed him because he's a heck of a player. Um, great high school career. And by the way, Carlton, Booker T didn't upset us. We were expected to beat them. That's what I told my team. They were tremendous and good, and we had some battles. And Mike Evans was – that was when he was rated number two in the country behind Jason Kidd at the point guard spot. 
That's how good Michael is. He's the head coach now at Manor High School. And those two had some battles when we played each other. But Willie went on to play college ball, Tennessee, Chattanooga, uh, and did some great things down there, played in the NCAA tournament, uh, set that on fire, and then he went over and played in Germany, I think eight or nine years, coached pro ball in Germany. Now he's back, and he's coaching high school, high school ball down in, in, in Chattanooga. And I always wish we can get Willie back here to coach back here. He's a tremendous young man, and those two guys right there are reasons I look good on the sideline because those two guys, you told them one time, and it got done, period. So I uh, appreciate it, Carlton, um, for getting us on there. No Matt yet, right? Uh, we have not heard from uh, Matt Hatfield yet uh, here on 757 Saturday Sports Talk on Priority Auto Sports Radio 94.1. Uh, Ed, uh, next segment, though, coming up around uh, 1025, we do have a special guest, though, correct? Yeah, we're going to have Russell Savage. Uh, there is a big-time sports collect- collector show, card show. Uh, Virginia Beach uh, Sports Center, I think it is, or Fieldhouse. I, we're going to get this straight. I think it's at the Fieldhouse, and uh, it's big time. And and Russell's going to come on there. I think he's the one that's running it on. He's going to give us all the information. As people know, I am a big-time card collector. I'm not a dealer. I am strictly a collector. I'm looking for cards. People don't throw them away. If you got comments, if, you, if you're a collector, you know what that means. Don't throw them away. Uh, I'll take them. I don't have the money to buy the big-name cards because some of them are so ridiculous. The Mickey Mantle 1952 Bowman rookie card in great shape. Dino sold at an auction for, if I'm not mistaken, like $11 million mm. um, a couple months ago. Um, I have some mantles. I don't have them in that great condition. But we're going to talk all about that with, with Russell, what that means in, in good condition and, and how you grade cards because it's a, a something I've been doing since I was a little kid. And I've got, shoot, I probably got in my storage center. Between my storage center, my garage, and my house – close to a million cards wow and and i i don't know them all and i do categorize them i do put them in notebooks and it's a labor of love because it takes a while to get all that stuff done so we'll get russell in here and we'll talk about it but you know we need you all to call in 757-687-9494 makes you an instant guest on here i didn't um purposely did not sign up any guests up here early um i am going to be going over some scores here in a second because uh that's what we're supposed to do. And I'm waiting for uh, – by the way, Matt Matt is with his Virginia Preps Classic uh, showcase over at Virginia Wesleyan today. Some great games. I'm going to have the schedule out here for you in a second. Um, some great games over there. Get over there and see it. I'm going to come over there be over there later to watch the games. Got some tremendous matchups. You got a lot of ranked teams in there. And, of course – Tons of tons of great players and some pretty good coaches, too, in their own right. So that'll be coming up there. But um, I want to see here, uh, Dino, do we have a little bit of time? We need to take a break here before I bring these scores up. How you want to do this? Oh, uh, no, we've got uh, – we can uh, go ahead and do the scores now. I'll go ahead and fire up the bed. Bring that up here. Give me some of that music, as Matt says, to get some uh, rambling and bambling on. Of course, the music that that, da- that uh, uh, Matt dances to is just a whole other world. And that's a bad that's a bad vision to have to begin with seeing Matt Hatfield dance. But let's look at what happened here around the uh, area last night in, in uh, um, high school basketball. And uh, this is the uh, seven five seven teams top fifteen. It was number one Deep Creek ninety Deep excuse me Kings Fork ninety Deep Creek thirty seven. Menchville number two in the area. They're number I think they're second. They're either first or second in the state at five A, which is unfortunately the one I'm in. Menchville under Lamont Struthers knocks off Heritage 81-68. Catholic number three, Catholic 65. Christo Ray 26. 
I'm not sure who Christo Ray is or where they're from, but all I know is Capital beat them 65-26. Number four, Lanstown, 60, Salem, 39. Number five, Oscar Smith. They did it. They hit the century mark, 100 to Hickory, 32. And uh, I got to play Hick- uh, Oscar Smith next week. I don't look forward to that. That's a team that is as fine-tuned as a race car engine. They got size, speed, shooters, drivers, dunkers. Uh, Smith is a team. If you don't know anything about basketball, go watch them. Then you soon will. Number eight, Maury, 40. Nor- Norcom, 39. Close one. Close one. Nor- Norcom had a little bit of a struggle season. Still playing a lot of youngsters. Uh, played Maury within one point. Number nine, Princess Anne, 59. Kellum, 44. Number 10, Kikitan, another 5A juggernaut. 50, Bethel, 41. It was Peninsula Claflick at number 11, knocked off the Beach Breakers, 89-53. Number 12, Lake Taylor, 68, Manor, 42. Number 14, Hampton, making a great, great surge here. Late season surge, they knock off Phoebus, 51-47. Number 15, Smithfield, 85, Pocosin, 52. We have some other games. It is Bruton, 42, Tab, 36, Grafton, Jeremy Jordan, 65-52 over York. And I think the Bay Rivers is finished with their regular season already, gearing up for playoffs. Beach District, 1st Colonial, 71, Ocean Lakes, 30, Tallwood, 67, Cox, 64, Eastern District saw Booker T. Washington, 85, Granby, 57, Churchland knocks off Norview in a little bit of an upset, 58-54. I think Norview was ranked 7th or 6th in the state at 5A. Southeastern District, yours truly, uh, his kids in Nazareth River, 65, Lakeland, 60. Yeah, it was one of those city rivals. And uh, hats off to, to my guys, especially Salim Williams. It's a key basket off, a key rebound for us to retake a lead. Uh, we'd led most of the game. Lakeland took a late lead with about three minutes to go. Um, uh, the young fellow, let me find his name here. Was, I got I to gotta get the name right. It was T- Talent Brown, I think it is. Came off the bench, hit three three-point bombs from 25 feet, including a bank shot from the corner. Yeah, you figured that one out. A bank shot from the corner from 25, and they were up with about two-something to go, three-something to go, but we were able to come back and pull it out. Chris Hayes, I'm telling you, Division Three schools, Chris Hayes, 22 points last night, 11 rebounds, four block shots. Kid is shooting almost 60% from the floor. He's averaging 22 points in his last four games. He's averaging 13 rebounds, and people are just don't, don't get it. Devin Gaines, the young sophomore, dropped in with 20 points, five rebounds, <clears throat> six steals, and Jalen Duckett, another Division Three. I'm telling you, the, the youngster don't look like much in terms of speed, size, but he gets the job done, 11 points including three bombs from three also, eight assists and four steals for Jalen Duckett. So, again, hats off to my guys. I really don't say a lot about them on the radio, but I'm telling you, I love every single one of them. Now, last night I had to uh, have a come-to-Jesus meeting at halftime, um, and we all said amen at the end, and they went out and took care of business, and we'll leave it at that. Grassfield, 58. Great bitch, 57. Good job, Eric Johnson. Late season surge for Grassfield. Indian River, a little bit of a shocker, knocks off Western Brand, 67-58. We got non-district of North, Norfolk Collegiate, 60, Kempsville, 53. Hey, how about the ladies? Let's give the homage to the ladies here. Number one, Menchville, 68. Heritage, 17. Number four, Princess Anne, 61. Kellum, 27. Again, this is ladies basketball. Number five, Hampton. Oh, yeah, Shonda Bailey. There, there, That's the one female coach I keep telling everybody, and there's a few, but the one female coach 
can, I would love to see her coaching boys because that lady can coach unbelievably well. They knocked off Phoebe 79-22. Kings Fork, here's another powerhouse, another team to watch out for state title opportunities. Kings Fork knocks off Deep Creek. That's a battle of ranked teams. Number six, Kings Fork, 55. Number nine, Deep Creek, 52. Number seven, Manor, Roger Smith. Thank you, Roger, for the shout-out. I appreciate you, man, all these years. They knock off Lake Taylor, 96-36. Salem, number eight, Salem beats Landstown, 35, 32, 11, Western Branch, 49, Indian River, 38. Also, Beach District, First Colonial, 65, Ocean Lakes, 49. Norcom, this is girls basketball, knocks off Maury, 65, 31. Over in the peninsula, Bethel, 77, Kikatan, 26. Let's come back to the south side with Grassfield, 56, 30 over Great Bridge. Private school situations, Atlantic Shore, 65, Hampton Christian 34 and Portsmouth Christian knocks off Denby Baptist 32-27. Walshingham Academy beats St. Michael the Archangel 55-11. So again, we got some um, games today that will be coming up. Uh, We're going to make efforts here after the break to pull that uh, schedule up for the Virginia Preps uh, Classic. We definitely want to make sure that people um, maybe get over there to uh, Virginia Wesleyan uh, and the the Town Bank Arena and see... uh, uh, what, what's going on in terms of schedule over there. But right now, I think, Dino, we're getting ready to take a break. Uh, that is correct. All right. That means uh, I got to keep my mouth shut. Hey, people, I need some callers now. I purposely did not schedule anybody. I had six people that wanted to come on. I told them all, no, I'll get you on as a guest at 757-687-9494 right here on 757 Saturday Sports Talk on Priority Auto Sports Radio 94.1. 757 Saturday Sports Talk on Priority Auto Sports Radio 94.1. All right, we welcome you back. I am the coach, Ed Young, head basketball coach at Nanza River High School. This is the 757 Saturday Sports Talk on Priority Sports Radio 94.1. A little bit of a change in name for those that are wondering. Yes, ESPN is still here, people, but um, this is Sports Talk on Priority Auto Sports Radio 94.1. Keep tuning in. Keep listening. You're getting everything the same. In fact, even better as some things are happening. So don't get too excited. I've already had a couple text messages, Dino, of what happened to ESPN. Calm down. It didn't go nowhere. Uh, it's still here. It's still here. It's still so here. keep listening. Uh, before we bring in our guest, Russell Savage, the, uh, uh, the sports, uh, the uh, um, host of the uh, sports card show that's coming up. We've got somebody online. Let's uh, bring him in. I think it is one of our all-time favorites, Demetrius Means from Northern Neck. Hey, what's happening there? Coach Young, how you doing this morning? Man, D- uh, Demetrius, I feel good. Number one, we won last night, but I, my voice is about gone. I'm sore as could be because I think I ran some laps in the gym last night. I had to do some um, <laughs> juggling acts at halftime to get my kids a little bit more motivated than what they were, and we were up six at halftime, and I had to get a little animated to uh, get them to play, but we did pull it out, so uh, it feels a lot good coming here on a Saturday morning with a win than it does a loss. Wow, absolutely. I, I I don't want to take too much of your time. I know you've got a program the rest of the way to deal with. But, Coach, I wanted to call in and extend my congratulations to you on your 500th win. Thank and you. i got to tell you, Coach, I have so much respect for what you do. Is, and I say that because you are one of the uh, – there's not many of the old-school coaches left in high school basketball, and you have always done it the right way. You know, in today's generation, and it's not all of the, the, the young generation, 
They want everything fast like microwaves. And you're one of the true coaches that have never deviated from what you have always done. Uh, and these kids can take those life tools that you've given them and use them in life experiences. I see too many coaches that will bow down to the younger players today because they give in to uh, what they want. And this is not all the young kids. But the old school way is still the great way. A lot of people think that it's not, and it is. And I just appreciate for what you do. And I uh, just wanted to say congratulations on your 500th win. You deserve it. And uh, God bless you, and I wish you many more wins in the future. Man, Demetrius, I appreciate you because you're a guy that knows some things. You've been around. You do some sports casting on your own self. You've seen a lot of games, a lot of coaches. I appreciate every word you say. And, and, and again, I'm, I'm honored to call you a friend. Um, yeah, you know, he, he mentions about trying to do it the right way. I don't know any other way. Um, some people say sometimes I could be cantankerous to deal with, but the thing about it is I learned from the right people. I, I don't know any other way other than push, pull, prod, whatever it takes to get uh, kids to get to their max. And I do deal a lot with more that's going on off the court. I've been in situations where I could give some stories on some situations. I know we don't have the time now, but... Uh, what we've been through, but that's no different than any other coach out there worth their salt and get it done. Um, I do kid at times about people recruiting. It goes on, and they know who they are, and I know who they are, but um, could I, if I would ever be able to get a good kid to come in, yeah, but I'm not going to recruit them in. They move into my zone, that's fine, but I'm not going to uh, do it any other way. And, and, and I, again, I appreciate those words from Demetrius. But right now, we're getting ready. Uh, we're going to move here to our our first and, and, and probably only guest today live. We got Mr. Russell Savage. Uh, he is coming on. And and Russell is is the, uh, um, I want to say, I don't want to say it the wrong way, but he is in charge, the promoter, I guess that's the word I'm looking for, for the uh, card show here at the Virginia Beach. It's coming up in a couple of weeks. But I, I don't want to mess up all the, the uh, exact way to do it. I'm excited because it's sports cards, which is, involves me. So, Russ, come on on here and tell us where what your title is for it and, and what is happening. Well, Ed, hey, I sure appreciate you having me on today. Uh, before we get into anything, I just want to say congratulations on your 500 wins. So I know that's a big achievement for you. Thank you, Russ. I really appreciate it. Like I tell everybody else, it, it means I've been around a long time. I just hope the good Lord gives me a few more years. There you go. There you go. Well, yeah, so, again, I'm the uh, the co-promoter for the Virginia Beach Sports Card uh, Expo. It's at the Virginia Beach uh, Fieldhouse. Our next show is February 25th. It's a, we run a quarterly expo. It's, a, it's the biggest show in the 757 area, and uh, just glad you had me on today. Okay, now, now you're going to have to excuse me, Russ, because I'm excited like a kid in a candy store, yeah. or more importantly, <laughs> a kid in a card shop with an unlimited credit card. But back in the day, the kid had 25 cents to buy a pack of cards. You get three packs. You bring 25 oh, yeah. cents into a card shop now, they'll throw you out. You, you couldn't yeah. buy the dirt on the floor for 25 cents. But you got this card. Changed. Yeah, you're right. It's, it's, it's tremendously changed. Um, what brought about the card show? Give it, dodge in here a little bit into the card industry in, in terms of why you guys are putting these on. Well, you know, uh, as you said earlier, the you know back here, and even when I was growing up, you know, twenty five cents, fifty cents at the grocery store, the card shop could could get you a lot. And what turned into just a hobby of people kind of collecting their favorite player, collecting their favorite team, 
turned into a business for a lot of people. And the card industry today is a lot different in terms of just pricing of cards. Um, you know, you could you could go into a card shop, into a, a show like ours, and you could see cards upwards of a hundred, a thousand, ten thousand uh, dollars price for an individual card. Wow! Uh, and if not more. Whereas I remember, you know, this is going to be a coincidence, but the first card show I ever went to. I spent the, the first money I spent on was $2 for a Dwight Gooden rookie card. Now, here we are almost 30 years later, and now I'm going to have Dwight Gooden signing <laughs> at one of my shows. So, wow. And we're going to get into that, too, because that is a yeah. big, big draw for you just to have some of these former major leaguers coming on in here and some NFL people I know you had in the past to get them on there. Now, you mentioned about a card, a piece of cardboard, colored cardboard. That you know that has money worth to it. I was mentioning to Dino before we brought you on. If I'm not mistaken, give me an update on it. My favorite all-time hero, uh, Mickey Mantle, baseball New York Yankee legend, number seven. Oh. His he's one of the icons in the card business. It's his cards just continually sell. Tell me exactly. I think it was his 52 Bowman 52 card tops. mint yeah, condition. The, yeah, what? the 52 tops is kind tops. of the 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 standard bear the 51 bowman is technically his rookie card but the 52 tops is his is a a standard barrier in the entire industry and one that was graded you know because another thing that's really changed with the card industry is is condition and you have third-party companies that will grade the condition of the card so you had a card that was graded a nine which is pretty much fresh out of the pack never been touched for for a 52 and I mean that went for over ten million dollars. So. <laughs> now, uh, Russ, let me interrupt you. People, he said ten million dollars for a piece of card a colored of cardboard. Yep, ten million dollars. Or, or as okay. my wife explains it to me, so you're collecting pictures of guys on cardboard. <laughs> well, you know, I, I, somebody once said that to me. I said, well, if they put the women on the cardboard and they were worth as much, I would rather get them too. But they ain't worth a dime on the cardboard, so. I'm going after that those Mantle cards. Now, I don't have that card. I think I have a 1960 Mantle in pretty good shape. But I, I'm okay. not a dealer. I'm not looking to sell. I'm not looking to make money out of my cards. I'm looking to collect. It's my from my childhood memory. But now, you mentioned also something else, Russ. And, and by the way, Russell, I hope you got some time. Dino, if I can get your permission, we might have to carry him over into the next segment because I got too many questions. I'm excited about this because we got to educate some people and some people out there that that do know that are listening they understand what the car business is but you mentioned something that really kind of ticks me off and i think you're gonna have to settle me down i don't like the fact that if i have a card and let's say dino wants wants this card and dino has a card i want okay and i say well here dino i'm gonna give you willie mays for that hank aaron straight up trade that's not how it's done pretty much anymore for the most part. You have to get a card graded. You send the card away, if I'm not mistaken. Somebody mm-hmm. looks at it based on criteria. They'll come, they come back, and who knows what they ever send a card back or whatever, and they'll say it's graded, you know, one out of ten, and this is what it's worth. Am, am I right? And, 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 again, fix me up on what I just said. Yeah, you know, it, it's – a lot of those older cards, so those Mickey Mantle cards, those Willie Mays cards, uh, you know, the thing with when you involve money, people want to cheat the system. And then, you know, because there are fakes out there. 
Uh, we've had them come through the show, uh, people trying to pass off fakes. Now, I, if you're dealing with somebody that you don't know, you, you know, you may, and if a, they come in with a 57 mantle all-star and you're trying to work out a deal, then I may not want <laughs> to work with you. You know, I, I pretty much know what's a, what's a, a, a real card versus a fake card when it comes to the vintage. I mean, there's three, three basic tests that you do. It's the touch, smell, and, and uh, look. Um, you know, if it looks fake, it's probably fake. If it feels like glossy, you know, it's probably fake. An old card feels and smells like an old card. Wow. But, you know, if, if, Ed, if you and I were about ready to work out a deal, you know, and both of us knew that this was a real card, we wouldn't have to go through the authentication process. Right. But on we- the business side of it, and people just want to make sure that one, it's authentic. I mean, cause people will send in like mantles, you know, the mazes, uh, you know, Ted Williams, just to make sure they're authenticated. You're authentic. Uh, gotcha. There are people out there that create fakes. So, so really when we're talking about grading, this is, would be a situation if you're looking to sell a, a probably what you think is a high end card for money, you're going to have to get it authenticated. You can't just tell somebody, Hey, I'm, I, I want a thousand dollars for this card. Now, unless you find somebody out there that's willing to give you a thousand, but that person is probably going to want to make sure that it's authenticated, and you're the one that's going to have to do it, not the person that you're selling it to. You're going to have to get it graded and, and all that process, and you have to send it in. And I know I've had people ask me if I've never had a card graded because again, I don't deal in it in that manner. Now, I do have a lot of doubles and triples, mm-hmm. quadruples, but I, I look for people to make trades, the old style yeah. way of doing it, and I'm not worried about. Okay, well, Russ, I, I, I'll give you this card. It's worth $5, but I need five $1 cards. That way we equal out trade. My idea yeah. is, you know, Russ, you got a, you got the maze card, and you want my Aaron card. I got extra. Let's trade. It, who cares about what it's worth? We're adding to our collection. That's you know, kind of what I like. There's a lot of them out there still that are, you know, set collectors that are just trying to fill some sets and, you know, kind of like yourself. Hey, I need that mantle or I need that maze to complete my you know, 56 top set. And you got other collectors out there that'll help you out. I mean, it's it's beyond the business side of it. It's still a big it's still a big community. Now we're talking. We're talking to Russell Savage. He is the, one of the co-promoters for the Virginia Beach Sports Card. Big show coming up at the Virginia Beach Fieldhouse, February 25th. Correct. Correct. Now it starts at what? What time can they go into the building? Doors open at nine a.m. The show is till four o'clock. Uh, it's free admission. It's free parking. Uh, we, we're we are actually we we think we're the largest sports card show on the East Coast that doesn't charge admission. So wow. you can go to the other shows that are you know similar size, a little bit bigger, and they'll charge three dollars, five dollars, ten bucks, up to twenty five bucks for admission, but. We're the largest show on the East Coast that doesn't charge admission. And now, people, you got to understand now, like most other places you go, they're going to just charge you walk in the door. Um, Russell's not doing that. So let's take advantage of that. Let's get a lot of people there so they don't have to charge admission down the road. And here's what's really cool about it is, Russell, tell us who's coming, who, who has said they're coming to sign. And let's talk about how all that worked out and what can people expect along those lines. So we actually had the largest autographed guest lineup that we've had, and I think that there's ever been in, in the 757 Tidewater area. So we brought in, you know, the huge Mets town, you know, the the, the, the 
ties with a triple A team for the Mets for years. So we're bringing in three former, former tides and Mets. So one of them is uh, Dwight Gooden, uh, probably one of the biggest names that we brought in uh, on the baseball side, uh, Howard Johnson, and then Ed Glenn, who also and lives here locally too. So uh, they were three former Mets and Tides. Uh, football players, we've got uh, local legend William Fuller. He's a member of the Hunter Sack yes. Club. Not yes. too many guys that are can say that. And then uh, former Redskins Santana Moss. Uh, another guest we've got is uh, Dennis Oilcam Boyd. Now, he played in the 86 World Series against Howard Johnson and Dwight Gooden. So we've got those mini 86 World Series reunion. Uh, bringing in a couple wrestlers. Uh, you know, we just started bringing in, you know, pro wrestlers into the show. Uh, thank you. A times thank ago, you. It's, thank it's you. worked really well for us. And uh, so we've got uh, uh, Norfolk born Fred Ottman. He better known as Tugboat, Typhoon, maybe the Shockmaster uh, for you all out there. And then former uh, WWE wrestler uh, Kevin Thorne, who wrestled as uh, Mordecai. And then last and certainly not least is uh, uh, I'm proud to call him a friend of mine is uh, uh, Sam Allen. Sam Allen is a local guy. He's born in Norfolk. Uh, He played in the Negro Leagues. Uh, He's one of only a couple dozen Negro League players left. And Sam's at all of our uh, Expo shows. And, again, he's a great guy just to talk to about the history of the game. come and get his autograph, but I'm, I am proud to call him a friend of mine. So and we're, we're very proud to have him at the show. Man, I'll tell you, Russell, that is a lineup. If people, and you brought the pro wrestlers in, a man after my own heart. You got my pro wrestlers in there, and I, re, I know all of them. Mordecai <laughs> was a member of the brood where they had the fake oh, blood yeah. when they came to the place, Dino, and they, <laughs> it came out of their mouth. It was crazy. Uh, Fred Hartman was tugboat. Thomas, unfortunately, they they made him a character called the Shockmaster, and that was oh. one of the biggest disasters. He was supposed to come through a, a door, and he fell through a wall too early, and everybody started laughing, broke character. It was one of the – Yeah, the, the mask that he was wearing fell off. It fell I mean, off, and then he tr- got mean, up, and they had the – It was a huge buildup for his character and yes. for his career, and it all just – fell apart for him right then and there in a matter of five seconds. And, and and you hit the word right when he fell there. I hope nobody brings that up to him. I'm sure he probably handles it right now because he's still a success. Had a great career as a professional oh, wrestler. Career. And I understand he's a tremendous guy. Yes. Yeah, he's he's a good guy to know. He's a funny guy to know. But I tell you what, he's a big dude. So be careful. Don't, don't get on his wrong side. But now you're bringing these guys in. Now, how does it work for, okay, I walk in. Do I go? I Go to them now. They, I'm going to guess because most shows they do this. You you have to pay for their autograph because that's part of their deal coming. Am I, am I right? Yeah. So <clears throat> one of the guests we're actually providing a free autograph for everybody. So Ed Glenn, everybody comes in, they get one free autograph. So if you got your own item, uh, you know, some uh, Mets card of his or a thing, you'll get a free autograph of Ed Glenn. We will we will have you know cards and pictures available for purchase, but the autograph itself. Uh, will be free for Ed Glenn. Uh, everybody else, you know, we try and keep the autograph cost as low as we can, um, you know, because even for Dwight Gooden, we're, uh, autographs for him start at $15. Um, so to get somebody like Dwight Gooden, a former Cy Young Award winner, uh, World Series champ, through no hitter, 
194 wins in his career, and autograph only starts at $15. So, uh, you know, and, and it can go up to uh, the, the most expensive autograph we have is for Santana Moss, and that starts at $30. So, you know, we're in a we're in a range between ten and thirty dollars for our autograph gift. Okay, and and again, people understand to get these guys, you have to give them something because a lot of that money goes to them. And if I'm not mistaken, you Correct. can't. They're great guys, but right. they're in it. Uh, yeah, it's a it's, business it's, for it's them. A lot of these, a lot of these guys, it's 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 their main source of income. Right, and and people have to understand that because I've had people say, "Well, why can't we just sign free?" Well, people, they're they're pros, they're former pros, they they have main value. And it's it's part of how this works. Anywhere you go, in fact, most places you go, that's even more money than what you just said. Plus, you can't be bringing in 117 cards and uh, other equipment to get signed because some of them jokers, then they turn around and try to resell it double, triple. And and you, yeah. we got to cut that out. And uh, and also, uh, uh, JSA, they're, they're, they're an authentic, they're a autograph authentication company. They'll be there. Uh, for you to one, they'll authenticate the autograph that you get for an autograph guest. But if you've got some an item that you had autographed and you want to get authenticated, uh, they're going to they're be on site and they'll they can authenticate your uh, item that you bring in or the item that you get signed at the show by some of our guests. So right, because you be have to have it authenticated site. in the business. Yeah, it's if it ain't very important for the autograph. Yeah. Okay. Good. Hey, Russ. I'm going, I know I told you we'd only keep you on one segment. Can you do another segment? I got to go to commercial. Can you stay on? I can stay on. Okay. Now look, callers. We Russell has some gifts to give away. Russ, what do you have to give away to our to some callers? So speaking of our autograph guests, we're going to give away two fifty dollars gift certificates that you can use towards the purchase of either one great autograph, uh, a few good autographs, however you want to spend it. So we have two to give away. Now, here's how we're going to do it. We're going to get ready to go to break. We're going to, Dino's going to take the first caller, and and we got to get them on. They have to come on. Okay, Russ, they got to come on the air, okay. ask a question, something. We'll take the first one when we come back, and then we'll figure out what, what number we're going to do after that. And Dino's going to take their email. Email info, people. Give Dino your email info. We'll get the email info to you, Russell, so you can send our certificates to them. Perfect. And, and and unfortunately, I get, you know, am I allowed to get the certificate? Russell, am I allowed to get the certificates, guys? Quick vote, yes, no? All right, got to vote, people. <laughs> no, Ed Young is not allowed. He's on Insider. Because I'm going to tell you right now, I'm taking them certificates and run out the door. But but I value my life, so I won't do it. But right now, look, let's get, <laughs> let's get ready to take a break here. Uh, Russell's going to stay on. Russell Savage, he is the uh, co-promoter for the Virginia Beach Sports Card Show coming up at the Virginia Beach Fieldhouse February 25th from 9 a.m. to roughly 4 o'clock. We're going to get ready to go into commercial, and then I want the first caller we come back, you have a chance to get their certificate, but you have to come on and talk to Russell about cards. So I'm, we're not going to ask you a trivia question. Excuse me. We will just want to talk cards. All right, so make sure you come back here, 70, 757 Saturday Sports Talk, right here on Priority Sports Radio 94.1. This is 757 Saturday Sports Talk on Priority Auto Sports Radio 94.1. 
And we say welcome back to those that have been listening and and welcome into those maybe just tuning in now. We appreciate you coming in. We have in our second segment here for uh, uh, our guest, Russell Savage. He's, he's graciously has said that he will stay on and talk some more about the uh, card show, cards in general, sports cards in general. Russell is the co-promoter for the big Virginia Beach sports card show coming up at the Virginia Beach Fieldhouse, February 25th. It'll be from 9 to 4 p.m., a bevy of, of signers are coming in. Some pros are coming in. Hey, Russ, uh, real quick, if, if you would. Um, and, and by the way, people, if you call in, first caller in, stay on the line. you got to come on, talk something about cards. You can tell us you're a collector. You can tell us who your favorite card is that you have or what you're looking for. And you can get yourself a, was it a $30 or $50 certificate, Russ? gift certificate. $50 gift certificate that you can use. We're going to give away two of these, okay? And I'm telling you, people, you don't call, I'm walking away with the gift certificates. I'll break the (laughs) rules, all right? So we got Russell on here. Now, Russ, real quick, I I think we have a caller getting ready to come on, but who who are the signers coming again? All right, so we got got former Mets, Dwight Gooden, Howard Johnson, and uh, Ed Glenn, uh, other Major League Baseball player, uh, Dennis Oil Camboyd. Uh, Santana Moss, a former Redskin commander, Washington football team, whatever you want to call them. Uh, then we got Tugboat coming in, former wrestler. Uh, his name is Fred Ottman. Kevin Thorne, better known as uh, Mordecai. And then we got two local guys, uh, William Fuller, uh, member of the 100 Sack Club, and uh, former Negro League player, uh, Sam Allen. Man, I tell you what, that is a lineup and a half. And I think, you know, we got some, uh-oh, we got somebody who wants that certificate. Let's bring them on. Who we got? All right, uh, Ed, we have Travis in Virginia Beach. He's got a question for Russell. Hey, Travis, thank you for coming on, my man. It looks like you're going to get one of these certificates. What you got for, for uh, Russell? My goodness, I was just telling your uh, call screener how it feel like all the lines, all the starts of a line for me because me and my wife came across these two big tubs of baseball cards that she came with from growing up. She used to go to Ties games all the time, and the, the, she's an O's fan from back in the day because they were the you know minor league team for that team back then. And we have so many of these Jeter cards and A-Rod cards. We have minor league cards from all these great pitchers I remember from back in the day. And, uh, man, with, with, this is the first time I heard your show, even. I listen to ESPN Radio all the time, the, uh, uh, the Priority Sports Radio as well, and uh, Tim Donnelly's show at, uh, on the weekdays. And it's been great. Uh, this baseball party, I'm just getting back into it. And I remember back in the day, I was so excited to have a Ken Griffey Jr. and a Ken Griffey Sr. card. Uh, you know, the father-son duo. I always thought that was so cool. Well, first first of all, what do you mean? Are you listening to ESPN Radio? Hey, we got the number one sports talk show in the state, Saturday morning sports talk show in the state. How do you not listen to Matt Hatfield and Ed Young and, and Dino Franz running the show here? So you got to start being a regular listener and a caller in because, you're again, you're a sports card collector, and I, I am too, so we got a whole lot to talk about. Yeah, no, I, I, you know, working the Monday to Friday, so I'm always in the van driving around, so I got them on. I, I don't really get in the van too much on the weekends, try to stay away from the work and well, just, family and all. Well, get in the car and put us on a car. Go to the store, oh, pick yeah. up some groceries for the wife, go pe- buy, buy a pack of cards, put us on between t- <laughs> 10 and 12, give us give us one minute, and, and um, hey, I, I might be able to tell Russell to give you a free card when you go to the show. Wow, that, 
that would be. Now that, that, I, I hope I, I hope I can even trade him one, maybe. Well, yeah, I, I can't. Cool. I can't speak for Russell, but um, sometimes when I get behind a mic, I do some crazy things. So uh, if I get you mad, Russell, <laughs> you got to understand. Make something happen. See that? I have a coaching question for you. If you got time. I got time, and, and, and by the way, make sure before you hang up, because we got to get some other people on here, you give Dino your email so we can get you that Gibson ticket. What's the question you got? So um, right now it's, it's February, so we're warming up for the March Madness. This is when I kind of start watching because there's a lot of games throughout the season, and to keep up with everybody it's kind of difficult for me. But this is when I really start hunkering down and start watching all the teams. I was wondering if you've been doing the same, and I remember when I used to really pay attention to it, I was always excited to see the team that had the – one dominant player that you knew when it was, when they were going down or falling behind, they're going to put the ball in his hands and it was going to take over the show. Nowadays, I feel like that's kind of drifted away. It's been more of a real team effort for all these things, especially hearing from how your callers have called earlier in the show, talking about how you kind of coach these guys to be more of team players as opposed to the individuals that they are. Uh, do you see the basketball scene kind of leveling out and not so much – being the single dominant player, but everyone kind of working towards being this group of five. Well, first of all, we appreciate you calling in. I'm going to answer that question. Make sure you give Dino your um, email so we can get you that certificate. I appreciate you calling in, Travis, so we can get that. Now, as far as that question goes, I think for the most part, I, I watch college ball throughout the year. Unfortunately, being a high school coach, I watch try to watch more film of my people, my team, people I got to play. But I try to watch them late night. I want to see what's coming on. I, I'm a gigantic fan, so I watch it year round. I don't just wait for March Madness. It does seem to me that you don't have a lot of super studs out there right now on teams. A lot of those guys go pro after one year or whatever. And we've got some guys that'll go. Uh, University of Houston has been number one off and on this year. Purdue's got the big kid in the middle. Name escapes you right now. Big seven-footer that some people don't think is a bona fide NBA star. Um, I think he'll, he'll be all right. It, it is a little bit more stretched out in terms of talent, which could make for a tremendous tournament, which means you're going to have a team that's probably loaded with seniors, juniors, um, do as as well as maybe back in the day you had Kentucky with a lot of young kids, uh, a kid that's a one and done, and, and he kind of takes the limelight. I think you're going to see a lot of teams with some older kids that'll do something and it'll surprise. Russ, do you get a chance to watch? Are you a big basketball fan? Oh, big college basketball fan. Uh, Maryland Terrapins are my team. I grew up about 20 minutes from, from College Park, so – Okay, so um, I was sad when they left the ACC and went to the Big Ten because I, I missed some of those rivalry games. But yeah, I think a lot of it is the, the, that one and done rule where you know the, the more talented kid only plays one year and doesn't have that time to mature into that dominant guy. And you know some of these mid-level, mid-major teams, I mean, with their juniors and seniors, are getting better opportunities to compete in March Madness. Well, and and again, if you're going to win six straight games in March Madness. It's not a whole lot of times you're going to go just with the youngster unless he's that dominant of a player. He's a he's a top he's a lottery pick in the in the in the NBA draft. You're going to have to go with some kids that are able to get through it. The mental part of it of getting through it, uh, the grind, the media, all that attention, and then producing six straight games because this champion is going to win six straight games for the most part. So. You're going to have to be able to do that. I think it's. I always say it's exciting. We say it every year. I've been fortunate enough to go, I think, to eight Final Fours. I'm looking forward to go to my next one here soon. Uh, it's a nice. tremendous basketball time out there. Oh, my God. The first couple of times I went, I was just amazed that you see everybody in the basketball world, celebrities there, um, the games itself, there's clinics, there's stuff being sold. 
even sports cards are at the at the Final Four. People are hawking their uh, sports yeah. cards, so it, it's it's an event to go to also. And uh, Russell, I got to challenge you too. Now your upcoming shows later on. I, I hear your football guys. I hear your baseball guys. Where's our basketball guys? NBA guys, maybe in the future. Yeah, I, I literally was just talking about. Uh, I'm gonna not name names, but I'll, I'll give some hints of a former number one draft pick out of this area that we're looking at bringing in, maybe not for our May show, but August. So just talking about that the other day. I got an idea who that is. It could be two of them. Two yeah, at the top of my head. Two, so, but yeah. I know who they are, and I coach against both of them, so I got a feeling. I got a feeling. Yep. I won't spill the beans. <laughs> if, if, if I keep my mouth shut and I come to the show, I get a free pack of cards. There you go. Okay, I'll keep my mouth <laughs> shut. Anything free, it's me. All right, Dino, we got – now, Dino, is this the one coming up now? Is this, is this our – see, Dino has the bad job of – he like the second caller called in and Dino had to hang up on him and say, you're, you're not the fifth caller. Hang up. <laughs> Here comes the third caller. Uh, you're not – you're number three. Hang up. Call back. You're the fourth caller. Uh, hang up. Call back. Is, you, you have to do that, didn't you, Dino? Uh, yeah. And, uh, you're uh, the bad guy. We've got our second winner here. So, okay, uh, let's bring who we got. And he's got a question for Russell as well. Uh, this is uh, Daniel in Virginia Beach. Go ahead, Daniel. Question for you, sir. I I usually I've collected a lot of uh, of Larry Bird's cards from the '80s and everything. And there's two cards that I'm wondering if he's still able to get them, but not being graded. His Star '84 and Star '85 cards, not not his not his particularly, you know, not his All Star cards or you know his uh, awards cards, but his Star cards. Yeah, the, 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 the black or the, the, the red and the blue border ones. Graded, yeah. that that are not graded. Yeah, I mean, it is possible to, to get those sold. Um, you know, a lot of the vendors that we have at our show, I mean, they know exactly what to look for when it comes to what is a, a good card or not. Um, so, you know, it is it is possible to, to, to get that. So if I heard that question correctly, I didn't it, it's, uh, answer that for you. When you get those Usually when you get those cards, when you try to buy those cards, they're usually graded by either Beckett or, or by PSA. And they're yep. like astronomically like four or five hundred dollars, but I like I just want to get those two cards that are that, you know not being graded, you know not being graded by Beckett or PSA. Is there is there a way, or do you think you have any vendors that are going to have those those two those cards where they're not graded? They're not graded by either Beckett or PSA. Yeah, I mean I can't say if they've got that card specifically, but that that's the type of cards that I know a few of our vendors that they will carry. I mean. Granted, we've got a 170 tables worth of vendors there, so you know it's a good chance you might run into one of them. But we've got at least eight national level dealers that that's you know a lot of that kind of inventory that they'll have at the show. Um, you know, another good way is to 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 go on eBay and see if you're able to to you know tag it in and, and make sure when you're um, looking at the car that the seller has a good rating. You know, if they've got a 99.5% or 100%, yeah. you know, seller rating, that's what you want to look out for. Um, you know, I kind of stay away from any sites that aren't as reputable or maybe some of these Facebook groups that you don't know too much about because there are a lot of uh, people that, again, if it's if it involves money, there's people out there that are going to try and uh, scam your way out of that money, so... Is but Macari, yeah, I mean, is Macari is Macari a good site to buy buy cars from Macari? What was that again? I'm sorry. Is Macari is Macari a good site to buy cars from? 
Would you oh, recommend yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. Yep. Okay. Okay. Thank you so much. All right. That was Daniel from Virginia Beach. He was our second winner of that $50 gift certificate to use at the sports card show February 25th at Virginia Beach Fieldhouse. We're speaking with one of the co-promoters of that program, Virginia Beach, his own uh, um, Russell Savage from Virginia Beach Sports Cards. So now, now again, and he, you guys brought up some interesting things. Now, he wanted to know, I want to get a Larry Bird 84-star card. And there's a lot of different people out there to listen. And you got Topps is, is a reputable name. Bowman. Um, Panini is right now is probably because Topps is kind of backed away out of the uh, – uh, of the card business, if I'm not mistaken, am I right? Um, well, they they uh, they have the baseball license until it's about 2025, 26, and then Fanatics is the one that is getting the the basketball, football, and baseball license. To to, to when when I say license, it's to use the likeness of the players and the the team logos. Okay, now look, people, we. We're done with the certificates, but come on, man. Keep calling in. Uh, we're going to keep Russell on here to answer these sports card collect uh, um, and questions. I think, Dino, we got to take another. Hey, Russ, um, can we keep you for a third segment? I can do it. Anything for you, Coach. Man, I appreciate you greatly. I have your agent send Dino the invoice for the check. I don't hear the money. I just do things here, so Dino will have to handle all that, and we'll go from there. But we got to have you on because I still got a couple questions too, and I'm excited okay. about this show. But let's take a break. We'll, we'll come back. We'll talk with Russell Savage a little bit more about the Virginia Beach Sports Card. People, please call in. We don't have certificates, but uh, maybe maybe Russell will hook you up with a a free pack of cards. Can't guarantee what's in it. I'm, I'm whispering because I don't want Russell to hear this, and he might be able to do that. Just say that guy on the radio said, if I come, I get a free pack of cards, and then that's up to Russell what he can do. But don't tell him the name. If you do tell him the name, say Dino. Don't say Ed Young. All right, let's take this break here on 757 Saturday Sports Talk here on Priority Auto Sports Radio 94.1. And we welcome you back, Saturday, <clears throat> 757 Saturday Sports Talk, here on Priority Auto Sports Radio 94.1. Uh, our special guest, who has been gracious enough to stay on over a couple segments, and, and, and uh, I know his wife's going to be probably give us the devil because he was supposed to go out and get some groceries and uh, cut the grass, and now he's getting out of all that. Uh, Russell Savage, he is a co-promoter of the Virginia Beach Sports Card Show that is coming to the F- Virginia Beach Fieldhouse February 25th, 9 o'clock till 4. There is no admission. There is no admission, people. It, if you're like me, if it's free, it's me. And and I'm going to make it – I think – I don't think I have a game that day. I don't know what I got scheduled on the 25th, but I missed the last couple card shows, and my name was mentioned, and, and it's mud now because uh, Hatfield threw me under the bus, which he normally does. He kept telling the guys I was coming. I didn't show up, and and um, <clears throat> he tried to take all the free cards they were going to give me. That, that's Hatfield for you. That's why I can say about him because he's not on the radio now. So watch that guy, Russell. That Hatfield dude, he's a slight character. He, he is shifty. Yeah, see, you know him too. See, I, don't, I rest my case. He's a shifty dude. Um, <laughs> but it is free now. Russ, once again, please give us those names of those people coming who are going to sign. Now, people, the names he's going to give you are, are supposed to be there. Now, if something happens, they can't be there. It's not false advertising. I mean, they've got schedules and things to do, but they've agreed to come. I'm sure some contracts were signed, but they are going to sign for a price. So just understand there is a price to them because that's how the, the, the promoters get them there. It's not, it can't be free, but he does have one guy free. Go ahead, Russ. 
All right. So we've got nine autograph guests coming. So we've got uh, former Mets, Dwight Gooden, Howard Johnson, and Ed Glenn. And Ed Glenn is the uh, – uh, everybody gets one free autograph from Ed Glenn. Uh former major league pitcher, uh, played in the 86 World Series against uh, Howard Johnson, Dwight Gooden, uh, Dennis Oil Can Boyd. Uh, We've got Santana Moss, former uh, Washington Redskins player. Two former pro wrestlers, uh, Kevin Thorne, better known as Mordecai, and then Norfolk-born Fred Ottman. Uh, He wrestled under the names Tugboat, Typhoon, Shockmaster, then we've got a couple local legends. One, William Fuller, uh, played for the Eagles for a while. So, you know, got a Super Bowl team in that. Uh, and a member of the 100 Sack Club. Not not too many people that can say they've had 100 sacks in their career. And then former Negro League player in, in Norfolk-born, uh, Sam Allen. Now, people will come to the show, and I'm, I'm imagining these guys will have their own table-slash-area um, which will be well-defined, so you'll know yeah. who to go see and, and what to see. Is that correct? Yeah, all our autograph guests will be in, uh, towards the back of the show. Uh, they'll have their own tables. Uh, we'll, have one, we'll have people sitting with that autograph guest for you to uh, – where you, you'll pay for, you know, if you just want the autograph of the item you've got, we've got items for sale like cards, photos, uh, baseballs, mini helmets, uh, uh, the mini ice cream cup uh, that you'd, you'd get at the ballpark uh, to be signed. Uh, so, yeah, and then, again, Ed Glenn is a free autograph, and then autographs for all the guests uh, will range from his, uh, from $10 to $30, and, you know, inscriptions are extra. And then JSA, uh, it's, they're an authentication company. They're, they'll be there to authenticate the autograph itself from our guests and if you've got any autographed item at the house that you wish to get authenticated, uh, they'll they'll take those submissions on site too and authenticate them. Now, let me ask you on the authentication. Will will like I say I brought a card that I and I have an autograph. I want to authenticate. Do I pay for that there? How does that work? Correct. You'll pay for it right there. Uh, they'll they'll be able to authenticate it right then and there. You know, you you, you may hand it to one person, they process it, and then twenty minutes later. Maybe an hour later, you come back and they'll have it back for you if it's authenticated or not. But uh, they have told us that they'll be able to authenticate everything that uh, is provided that day. Wow, that that that's a nice treat too. Because normally, you have to send it in the mail. Then you got to yep. pray that it gets there, and then pray that nothing happens to it. Pray that it comes back to you. You could go live to to Russell's show, and and just you got to you know browse around a little bit, give them about an hour, look at it. And you can walk in with your card, and you can walk out with the card. So that's a pretty good deal, too. And again, people, I'll keep prefacing this. There's money involved in some of this stuff. That's the nature of the business. You don't just walk in and everything is free. It doesn't work that way. So you, you now, are you taking just cash? They can do um, card? How, how's all that work in terms of the money, Russ? You know, the card show cash is king. Uh, for the autographs, we'll, we'll be able to take payments like PayPal, Venmo, Cash App. We can take credit card. Uh, most of the vendors that are there, so again, we've got probably 80-plus vendors, but they'll cover over 175 tables. Uh, most of it, you know, it's it's a cash business, but some of them, you know, can take, you know, the other, uh, you know, digital forms of payment and or credit card. But, yeah, and there's an ATM on site uh, at the field house, so. 
Okay, now, Dino, any other callers hanging on there, anybody? Uh, we've no. got uh, Daniel again. He's got a question Another about question? college basketball. Yeah, bring it on. Bring it on, Daniel. We'll do that. And then the people, listen now. We gave away the certificates, but there's a small chance that if you come on and, and Russell remembers your name, you can hit Russell up at the show for a free pack of cards. Now, it's uh, it's Russell's choice. It's It's Russell's choice. Now, if he says no, then Dino was wrong. If he says yes, the coach took care of business for you. Just remember that, all right? But, Daniel, come on back on. What you got? Hey, Coach, a question. I had a chance to watch him play Penn State the other day. What do you think about Zach Eady going to the, playing in the NBA, playing in the next level with his, you know, with his, with his size and everything? That's the, that's the youngster at Purdue? Yes, sir. That's tall, yeah. tall, tall center for Purdue. What he's, do you think about him? He's in the NBA. The He'll He'll be in the NBA. Thanks, Dan, for that call back again. He'll be in the NBA, seven-footer. He's got, got good movement. Uh, you know, we get Gaga over seven-footers that they can walk and chew gum because they're seven feet. I think now you have to understand, the NBA is not like it used to be. You know, come down back to the basket, throw it inside, drop step, skyhook by Kareem back in the day. We don't see that enough. Um, I try to still do what our guys, even though I try to teach them to play multiple position because I think there's a place for it in basketball. Uh, I We even post up guards because sometimes they're covered by a kid that has no clue how to play inside with a back to the basket. So we'll post up guards on people too. But I think there's a, still a place for him, but he better bring a three-pointer. He better be able to bring some moves off the dribble because that's the way the NBA is now. If he's strictly a back... Yeah, it's Russ. If, you agree with me on that one, Russ? If he's strictly back oh, to the basket, he's in trouble? Yeah, I mean, it, then he's just a guy that comes in for defense every every once in a while. I mean, you've got to be able to run the court, stretch it out, hit some threes because nobody's clogging the lanes too much anymore. No, and and then who's he going to cover? Because he's yeah, going to have to go out and wing it. Guys are shooting, and right. yeah. you can expose a lot of bad defenders out on that doggone wing. And again, that's so why. If you think about it on the opposite side, who's going to guard him? You right. Know, if you've got a bunch of these skinnier six foot ten, six foot eleven just regular seven-footers, I mean, hopefully there's a way for him to take advantage of them more than they can take advantage of him on the other side of the court. Right. And like I said, I think think he will make NBA because I still think there's a place for that. Now, how soon the NBA kind of changes back a little bit. There's going to be a day, Russ, you watch what happens. All of a sudden, they're going to, a team's going to get a post-up guy, and everybody's going to go nuts. Oh, my God, they got these guys now in the NBA. They post up with a back-to-the-basket. They do a drop step. They do an up-and-under. They do a hook shot. And I'm going to be saying, where were you 20 years ago when that was the way basketball was played? Are you yeah. kidding me? That ain't nothing new. It's new to you, but it ain't new to us. Anybody yeah, else we got there? I mean, there, you dude? look at it, the last, you know, back to the basket center's probably been Dwight Howard. Right. You're right. He probably would be there. And I, there's a couple guys on those rosters that can probably do it. And, and, and maybe the plays that they have, I know a lot of NBA guys who the, uh, have a play, it's called a slice cut. Well, they'll bring a guy off of, uh, usually it's a post to post screen, bring it down. And that is a post up move. It's a, it's designed to get a mismatch. And then when you get the mismatch, coaches get excited that we want to throw the ball into the mismatch and, and try to score on it. So I don't think that play will ever leave the game uh, because it's needed. But I, I'm anxious to see back in, when, when we do get back to having a few of those guys. But, again, the problem is those guys coming out on the wing. Now let's get back to some real stuff. This card show stuff is, is getting – Russ, the question I get asked a lot by people, and you'd rather be the best to say it even than me – how do you get started in a business? I, coach, I hear you got you collect cards. How did you start? 
I'm new. There's so much out there. There's a lot of money involved. Should I do NBA? Should I do my favorite player? Should I do my favorite? T- Russ, tell them, somebody wants to start collecting cards. What do you suggest? Well, you got to start with what you like and who you like. You know, if if you like watching basketball, if you like watching football, you like watching baseball, then I would stick with that sport for your collecting. And, you know, when you start simple, then you can expand from there. So, again, I would start, you know, let's take myself for an instance. When I was an eight-year-old kid growing up in Maryland, I collected Orioles, but I really collected Kyle Rifkin and Eddie Murray. Those were my guys growing up. Then I expanded to where Mike Schmidt was my favorite player, and it just goes on from there. So if you just if you start simple, where you start collecting just a specific team or player, and branch out from there, uh, you know. And another way to just learn, you know, there's tons of YouTube videos out there of guys of how they collect, what they collect. Um, go to a, a card show and just you know talk to other collectors, talk to vendors about you know what to collect, who to collect. Um, but again, I would start with you know a team that you like, a player that you like, and then expand from there. Yeah, because if you try to do everything, you will you won't remember your middle name. It's too much out there. And, and too much out there now, right? And then some people say, "Well, I just want to collect money cards," and I look at them and say you're not going to last long. It's too much money to get money cards. When I first started, I would, you know, of course, I'm back when you bought a pack for, for 10 cents. And, oh, my God, oh, if I would have had all those Mandels, Willie Mays, Hank Aarons, <laughs> where did they go? But who knew back? You know, I, I was pitching them against the wall. There's Some of them were on the spokes Putting of my bike. Spokes, back, back, yeah, your bike spokes. Yep. yep. And I did stupid things. Robert, uh, pirates. In my area, everybody's a Pittsburgh Pirate fan. I'm from Pennsylvania. But I was okay. a Yankee fan. So I used to take the pirate cards, Roberto Clemente, if you know him. He's one of the greatest yep. to recollect. And I'd put them on the spokes of the bike and, and rip, and, and his picture would dissolve. Now, what I just said, most collectors would faint. You did what the Roberto Clemente card? Are you kidding? But you're young and that, that you didn't know what this was going to take off. Now, you well, couldn't buy Roberto. When I was, yeah, when I started collecting in the early '80s, we were still wrapping cards in rubber bands. Oh my God! Yep, I did that too. That's how you. That's how you saved yep. them. That's you can't do that stuff now because you just ruined that whole pack by doing that. But now you've got to get the soft sleeve to protect the outside of it, and then you put the card that's in the soft sleeve into a, a, a hard rigid top loader to protect it from getting creased or crunched. And well, see now yeah, Ru- we, we never do anything about that, you know, in the early eighties. No, 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 Russ, you're probably going to cuss me out here off the, off the line. I have a, most of my cards, my, my singles, the, the ones that I'm collecting, my sets, I, st- I have them in the albums, in the plastic, in the albums, put in carefully. Uh, they're all standing up. I got bookshelves for them. They're in a climate-controlled area, but I, I don't have them in those hard sleeves because it's, it's too much money. Am I doing right or I screwed up? No, I mean, even the, the, the page is anything that will protect your card. Uh, one, uh, one little note I will tell you is uh, if you've got them in the binders, just have a couple of those pages empty because uh, you don't want to expose that top layer of cards. So to the to the to the uh, hook. I mean the. Um, yeah. I don't know exactly what you're the saying. Binder itself, yeah, because then right. you get that binder crease. That yeah, and that could destroy yep. the card. And, and and I've been told that, but yeah, see that's even even collecting has changed where you put a lot of your cards as as Russ said in a, a little plastic sleeve. You can buy them, and then you put them in a a more harder case. 
to really, really protect it. That's, again, us old school guys from way back, when we think of that, we say, what? But that's, if you're going to look to sell that card, you have to understand, people, if that card is not in the most perfect condition can be, you're not going to get value for it. You're just not. Now, if you're just like me and a collector, you're not necessarily looking to sell. Okay, but like like my, my brothers would say to me, well, when you get ready to fall over dead, what are you going to do with all them cards? I said, why? You try to get them? I said, uh, I don't know. I don't know what I'll do. I'll probably I'll give them to somebody that collect them younger who could take care of them, maybe sell them in mass, maybe get somebody in there to uh, somebody like yourself to come in here and say, okay, this is probably what they're worth. And then see if I can get the money. But, uh, and there's a lot of companies out there to do that, right? Russ, they'll kind of come and assess what your, your collection is worth. Oh yeah. I mean, yeah, companies can do that. I mean, an individual can do that. So, you know, we've got, some very good reputable shops in the area that can help you out with the valuation or trying to sell your collection. Yeah. Now, now along those lines, Russ, let me ask you, I've got a ton of, of magazines, news uh, papers like sporting news, sports illustrated, sport magazine, inside sports, college media guides from 20, 30 years ago. I'm looking to get rid of all that stuff. It's in my brother's attic. It's pretty well, I won't, it's not mid condition. It's not exit condition, but it's pretty dang good condition for as old it is. Where would I go to get that assessed and, and get maybe that stuff sold? Because I don't really need it anymore. And I, I'm not ready to get rid of my cars. But is there anybody that does those things that you know of? Uh, you know that the, the magazines are a niche market, um, and that that really and that's really really going to depend on one who's on the front of it, and then the condition. Uh, offhand, I don't know anybody that you could really kind of evaluate that, but um, I know that I know that there is that group of collectors out there because I've you know I've sold some here and there, some like Rifkin's ones that I've had doubles of through the years. So I I just that's something I can probably help you out with though. Okay, I just sold my wrestling magazine collection of last summer. I had probably three hundred magazines from back way back in the seventies up and they were oh, yeah. in excellent condition. I tell yeah, the you wrestling world, you know, stuff like that, the, the, the wrestling magazines, or if you've got the old, uh, the, the match cards where they, not the sports, they call it the lineup, but, uh, the, you know, the sheets that they used to give you if yes. you went to the scope. Yes. And I know what you're talking are, about. Yep. Yeah. 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 The, the name's escaping me right now, but yeah, those wrestling ones are, are, are very valuable. You know, on the flip side of this, and to go back into the autograph stuff, is that, you know, getting those magazines autographed, you know, selling it to collectors like that uh, might be a good way to, okay. Um, you know. Okay, well, I, I appreciate it, and we're going to stay connected because even though our show time is about to ready to run out, I'm good, my questions don't. And I'm going to do my doggondest to be at that show at some point. I, I'm going to have to cancel anything that I got going on, including practice. Um, I got to get to that show. I want to do some trades. I want to get some stuff. Uh, I definitely got to meet you straight up. And uh, we're de- I'm going to make declaration right now. We're going to try to get you on more and more in the, in the, in the future because people have questions about cards, whether Hatfield likes it or not. He has some cards, but he's cheap. He won't. He won't trade. He wants me to give him Carl Malone's. Get this, Carl Malone's for some dude who was a, the twelfth guy on the Utah Jazz back in nineteen ninety eight. I even forget his name, and he wants a Carl Malone for him. Are you kidding me? Hatfield is off the chain. But Russ, we appreciate you, man, coming in today and spending 
basically the whole show with us and gave up some things you have to do. People, remember now, uh, you you can meet Russ. He'll be at the uh, – he's the co-promoter of the Virginia Beach Sports Card Show. It will be at the Virginia Beach Fieldhouse February 25th from 9 to 4. It's free to get in. Tons of vendors are going to be there. Get cards. You can work some deals. You can buy some stuff. This the, Once again, Russ, before you leave, give me those those people that are going to be there signing. All right. So we got Dwight Gooden, Howard Johnson, Dennis Oilcan Boyd, a couple of uh, wrestlers, uh, Kevin Thorne, better known as Mordecai, Fred Altman, better known as Tugboat or Typhoon. Then we got a couple local guys, or sorry, I missed uh, Santana Moss, uh, former Redskin, and then a couple local pros, uh, William Fuller, a uh, member of the 100 Sack Club. Philadelphia Eagles. And then local legend and former Negro League player, Sam Allen. Well, Russ, here's what we're going to do. Since you were gracious enough to stay the whole time and give up your time, let's get you back on here in the next Saturday or two or both, right before, right up to the 25th so we can remind people, you know, just at least be able to remind people who's coming, maybe in case there was any changes, uh, so we can get you on and get you some more publicity for that show. Well, I sure appreciate it. And if anybody has uh, needs some more information, you can go to our website. It's uh, www.757cardshows. Uh, or you can find us on Instagram or Facebook at 757 Card Shows. 757 Card Shows will get you in there to get with Russ and get, find out what's going on. If not, as I always tell people, get a hold of me during the week. I will get your information to Russ and, and uh, we'll get you taken care of. Russ, again, man, appreciate you coming in. We're going to talk again real soon. Oh, I sure appreciate it. And again, congratulations on those 500 wins. Thank you, my man. Hey, maybe somebody will make a card of me with the 500 in the front. How about that? There you go. And then we'll then we'll then we'll bring you in as a signer, hey, Russell, as my new uh, agent because I'm getting rid of Hatfield. Please do that, and I'll sign all of them for. I got to figure out how much money. I'll, I'll do that over the break, Russell. I appreciate right. you. Give me that Ed Young card with a 500 on it. All right, thanks, Coach. Thanks, Russ. All right, that's Russell Savage. I hear music in my ears, and that tells me I got to get out of here. People, I appreciate everybody hanging in. We had a Matt Hatfield free show today, Dino. Dino, I got to thank you for making sure I did everything right. Appreciate you. People, right, next Ed. week, let's get back on here on uh, 757 Saturday Sports Talk on Priority Auto Sports Radio 94, 94.1.